You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. It's Sunday, fun day at every Eastside campus. And welcome to day seven of 21 Days of Prayer. Look, you've made it through the first week, day seven. I'm so honored to be on this journey with you. A study on prayer and the recovery of patients appeared in the prestigious Journal of the American Medical Association several years ago. And the study followed the progress of 393 patients in a hospital coronary care unit. Half of the patients were assigned three to seven Christians to pray for them. The other half didn't have people assigned to pray for them. Patients were not told whether or not they were being prayed for, so the result couldn't be attributed to like an improved mental attitude. All the prayers knew were the first names of the patients, their diagnosis, and they got pertinent updates about them. Now, while the two groups of patients were equally sick when they entered the hospital, patients who were prayed for, get this, had fewer complications during their stay. None of the patients prayed for needed tubes inserted for breathing or feeding, compared to 12 in the other group. Only two in the prayer group needed antibiotics, compared to nine in the other group. Those prayed for had fewer episodes of congestive heart failure, pneumonia, cardiac arrest. You see, even scientific study has discovered there is power to talking to God. And and this week we've talked about God's divine power, how sometimes it can lead to prayer abuse for our own personal agendas. And so we've been following the example of the Lord's Prayer, which we're studying on the weekends that Jesus gave us in Matthew 6, that's filled with components of God-honoring prayer. Now, after the worship, and after submission and provision and the confession component of prayer, there's an appropriate prayer of protection. We pray, Matthew 6, 13, Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. You know, regularly I pray, Lord, put a hedge of protection around my life, my family, my kids, my grandkids, around this church from the evil one. Protect us from disunity, protect us from apathy, from destruction within or without. And so you see, friends, there is a time to pray for protection. There's a time to pray for provision. But we abuse prayer when this is all that's in our prayers. And the last phrase of the Lord's Prayer is, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. That's the component of affirmation. Jesus says, you ought to end with an affirmation of my rulership over all the world and in your life. Just who's in control? Who is in charge? God's in charge. So say, God, I know everything in this world is yours. So I give you my finances. We give you the child that's breaking our hearts. We give you our broken marriage. I give you control of my out of control life. Friends, with this model of God honoring prayer, I think what Jesus was saying is don't just recite this prayer, but use it as an example of the different components that ought to be in your prayers so you don't get out of balance. So you don't resort to prayer abuse, to prayers that amount to nothing more than a shopping list of your naive desires. You say, well, Gene, how do I pray then at those moments where I want something so badly I'm ready to scream? What do I do when life has taken me to the limits? How do I pray when life's circumstances have me at a point of desperation where it feels like there's no way out? Friends, we've all been there. And tomorrow... I want to look at praying at those pressure points. But let me ask you right now, would you just hold out your hands and make two fists, squeeze them just as tight as you can? Come on, 
Really, just really tight. Squeeze your fist. And then slowly relax your fist. And open your hands to Jesus. And remember, he's in control and invite his peace and his presence to fill your heart and mind. His never-ending love. You don't have to carry your burdens or try to control your circumstances any longer because he's in control. And friends, no matter what circumstances you're facing today, remember his rulership over all the world in your life. Can I encourage you to put these components of God-honoring prayer into practice? Use the Lord's Prayer as your guide. I hope you'll spend a few moments today applying what we've discovered this week to go deeper in your prayer life. Let me pray for you as you get started. God, I pray today and just acknowledge that you're in control. Yours is the kingdom, yours is the power, yours is the glory forever and ever and ever. We honor you, we submit to you, we trust you for our daily needs. We're dependent on our forgiveness and we ask that we'd have a willingness to forgive others because you've given your grace to us. May we grow deeper in our communication with you during these 21 days of prayer. I pray for the services at Eastside today. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, tomorrow we start week two, 21 days of prayer. Don't miss it. See you then. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 